book of Jeremiah chapter 8, beginning at verse 18. Jeremiah chapter 8, beginning at verse 18. Allow me to read the word of God in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. You who are my comforter in sorrow, my heart is faint, faint within me. Listen to the cry of my people from a land far away. Is the Lord not in Zion? Is her king no longer there? Why have they aroused my anger with their images, with their worthless foreign idols? The harvest has passed, the summer has ended, and we are not saved. Since my people are crushed, I am crushed. I mourn and horror grips me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no healing for the wound of my people? Oh, that my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears. I would weep day and night for the slain of my people. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. I wanted to title this message this morning, The Antidote for Grief. The Antidote for Grief. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's apparent that grief is among us. We've lost a family member. We've lost another brother, or the, the father of one of our members this morning. It isn't easy when grief and sorrow knock on your door. It's not easy to lose a loved one. We find ourselves asking, what do we do now, Lord? Where do we go from here? What is it that I should do in response to this tragic loss? It may not be recent, the loss that you have experienced, it could be one years ago. Again, it still may resonate to this day. What we see here this morning is the mourning, the sorrow, and the grief from the prophet Jeremiah. And the message this morning is going to be clear. It's going to be a reminder. It's going to, it's going to remind us, ladies and gentlemen, how we should respond in the antidote to our grief. The prophet, in a sense, was able to foretell or to foresee the coming grief of his people. The response is in 19 and 20, the people are asking, is God not here? Have we ever asked that question in the midst of our sorrows and grief? In the face of a tragic loss, I myself have asked, God, where are you? Why have you allowed this to happen? In the midst of everything that we've been going through, I did not know where I was. My prayers and condolences have been communicated with some. But now all of a sudden, this sorrow and this grief knocked on my door and I found myself in a whirlwind. I did not know where I was. And I found myself asking these same exact questions. God, where are you? How could you allow this to happen? We felt distance in the midst of our sorrows and tragedy. We feel distance because we do not understand what's going on. 
We've questioned this. And we must be reminded this morning that God is not one to have moved, but it is us who have moved away from him. It isn't easy to go through this situation. It's also not easy to preach through this situation. I've questioned all these things. I've read about these things. You hear about these things. But when you experience it, it's a different story. Perspective has changed. The impact has changed. We've all suffered loss. We've all suffered grief. But what is our response? Don't you think I, I was tempted in hiding in a closet for the rest of my life and quitting everything I wanted to do? Do you not think I was tempted to run away from my calling and, and my, my position here in office here as a pastor to go wallow in my sorrow? Have we not been tempted to draw, to draw the blinds and just crawl into a ball and entertain the ideas of depression? <clears throat> I've experienced all those things in these past couple weeks. Everything that I've learned, everything that I taught went out the window and I found myself entertaining these ideas and thoughts. But I believe these things had to happen for a reason. Because I needed to be reminded of the God that I serve. As the words say, it is okay to cry, it is okay to grieve, it is okay to mourn. We may not be suffering a tragic death or a loss. We may be suffering from something else. The possibility of a loss. It's okay to cry, it's okay to grieve. It's okay to even question because in the questioning we find the answers, folks. I had to be reminded this morning of who my God is. I had to be reminded this morning, these past couple weeks, of who my God is and who Christ is in my life. What is it that we seek for healing? This is a tough one. I have to remind myself. I have to remind my family. I have to remind the folks of this church, brothers and sisters. Loss isn't an easy thing to deal with. 
never has and it never will be. Simple reminder to us this morning. Simple to my book. Christ is the way. Christ is the antidote to my grief. What these folks were looking for, the questions that they were seeking, is there not a bomb in Gilead? Is there not a physician here? What these folks were looking for was a relief. This bomb in Gilead was a leaf, a tree that grew in the, in the city of Egypt and in Palestine. There was a resin that came from this tree that was a, be able, that was, had been able to been used for medicinal purposes. But the tree that I want us to draw from this morning is the tree on which Christ was crucified upon. The blood that drips from, from the Christ that was crucified is what gets us through this time. This is a hard one for me. I had everything planned. This was a tough one. This loss shook my world, cracked my foundation, and it hit me really hard. I was able to value, cherish, the knowledge and the wisdom that was shared from my father. I need to remind you that this man was my stepfather. He was not my biological father. I did not grow up with my biological father. In a sense, I did, but he was not there. Just the memories I have of him. So the epitome of what a man should be was shown through him. A man to stand up and raise a child that wasn't his said much. The nuggets of wisdom and knowledge that he shared with me will forever be cherished. It, I learned so much from this loss. I've drawn closer to my God. I understand fully now that things are not in my control. Things will happen, things will come and things will go. God will never move. God will never leave. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. I'm going to ask that you guys continue to pray for my family, continue to pray for myself as well. As we continue on this process of mourning, we try to find ourselves once again. Continue to pray that God make his way, that he shows us his way, that he guides us, 
suppose. God is still good. God knows what he's doing. I believe that God allows certain things to happen in order for that. And we get reminded of certain things. I believe that things happen for a reason. I believe that God allows certain things to happen for us to get drawn back in. I believe certain things happen for the call for repentance. I believe that God knows what he's doing, folks. I believe it when the Bible says, lean not on your, on your own understandings, but in everything, look for me. Whatever questions we may have, we may not even have the answers for them. But God does. God knows what's best. God knows what he's doing. And God will see us through. If you know of anyone who suffered tragic loss or death, call them, send them an email, a message. Pray for them. Remind them of who God is. Remind them that God is not moved, that God cannot be shaken. Remind them that God is still strong and that God will get us through this. And I ask that you guys just close your eyes and bow your heads, please. Just join me in the word of prayer.